The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save. And save and win. Time to get you dialed into the biggest stories of the day. This is the Daily 10 with Matt Chernoff. All right, everybody, here we go. It's time for the Thursday edition of the Daily 10. It's your friend Matt back again, and we're ready to take you on our 10-minute sports journey together today. We have a lot of ground to cover, so let's not waste any time. Here's what's coming up on our Rhodes Group Rundown, brought to you by the Rhodes Group. I want to explain, first of all, who the Rhodes Group are. That's my independent insurance agency that I turn to to get me, and more importantly, my family, the best home and car insurance rates. As insurance rates continue rising and they won't slow down, it's so important that you work with an independent agent to get you at least 10 insurance quotes. Otherwise, you're going to spend hours and hours trying to do it yourself, and my guess is you'll make a mistake that you'll regret. Instead, get in touch with the Rhodes Group, an independent insurance agency in the northern suburbs of Atlanta, to get you the peace of mind that comes with comprehensive collision, uninsured motorist coverage, third-party liability, all the things that we sort of know about, but we could slip up and make a mistake. The Rhodes Group has set up a landing page for you all, our Daily 10 listener, where you can go directly to get those 10 home and car insurance quotes in just 10 minutes. Go to Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff. Again, that's R-H-O-A-D-S. Rhodes-Group.com slash churnoff or call. They'll give you the 10 quotes right over the telly. 678-341-9667 for the Rhodes Group. As we close in on the SEC championship game between Georgia and Alabama, I'll tell you that based on these two numbers, something has to give between these two elite programs. Plus, the Falcons are ready to head to New York City to face the Jets on Sunday at 1 o'clock. And Falcon fans have to come to grips with the fact that these two things are not changing any time soon. And the Braves are a very hot topic in the trade market. Should we believe it? We'll talk about it coming up. But I want to start with Georgia and Alabama. Dogs still a six-point favorite in the game. Kickoff at 4 o'clock coming up on Saturday at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. I saw this number from Connor O'Gara. Alabama lost the the 2008 SEC championship game to eventual national champion Florida. Since then, anytime Alabama's played in Atlanta, they've gone 16-0 including 8-0 against top 10 teams, 7-0 against top 5 teams, and they've won 12 of the 16 games by double digits. That's phenomenal. Like, doesn't have a bearing on what happened Saturday, but that's just as elite as it can get. It's not like you're just beating up bad teams playing in kickoff games. 8-0 against top 5s, or excuse me, against top 10s. 7-0 against top 5s, essentially dominating everybody. So that's a number I wanted to share with you. On the Georgia side, Since the Dogs lost to Alabama in the 2021 SEC Championship game, Georgia's dominated pretty much every quality opponent they've faced since. The Dogs have beaten this group of top 20 opponents since they lost the SEC title game two years ago. You ready? They beat Michigan 34-11. They beat Alabama 33-18. They dominated Oregon 49-3. They beat, at the time, were they number one or number two, Tennessee, 27-13, and the game wasn't that close. 
They beat LSU 50-30 to in an SEC championship game. The only close game in this whole group, Georgia came back to beat Ohio State 42-41. They rolled TCU in the natty 65-7. This season, at the time they beat undefeated Kentucky, I think it was 5-0, 51-13. They beat Missouri 30-21. They dominated Ole Miss 52-17 and then recently beat Tennessee 38-10. Georgia is 10-0 against that group of, of ranked opponents, and they've outscored them by nearly 30 points a game. The Dogs are averaging 47 points a game against that competition while allowing just 18 points on defense. They've beaten good to great competition, and they've done it handily. When you win by nearly 30 in the last two years, a game, it tells you how dominant Georgia has been. Now, if you want to drill down just to postseason games, meaning SEC title game, playoff games, Georgia is averaging nearly 45 a game against Michigan, Alabama, LSU, Ohio State, and TCU. And they're giving up just 21 points a game in that same stretch to those teams. One team has pushed Georgia to the limit. That was Ohio State last season in the Peach Bowl. Other than that, Georgia's won handily. So I told you, Bama hasn't lost in Atlanta since 2008. Georgia hasn't lost to essentially anybody in two years. Well, that's not essentially. It's true. They haven't lost to anybody since Alabama. Someone's got to give on Saturday in the SEC championship game. Can't wait for it. All right, we'll talk about the Falcons and Jets coming up. Something Falcon fans have to come to grip with, grips with, and it's really two things I'll share with you coming up in a moment. But I'm excited to talk about uh, my go-to sports bar, the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. Now, if you're listening to this podcast on Thursday, November the 30th, I hope you'll join me tonight. We do our once-a-month trivia thang at the Daily Draft. We give away tickets and prizes. We watch football. It's really a good time. So we'll be there tonight, 7 to 9 o'clock. Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock, right in the heart of all the action. Bars, nightlife, restaurants, and in the middle is the Daily Draft. So if you live in Woodstock, easy enough, right? Well, if you live in Roswell or Milton or Alpharetta, you're not far. You live in Canton or Kennesaw, come tonight, 7 to 9. We'll be there again hosting the trivia. You can check out the beer wall. Self-serve taps for your enjoyment. A craft beer bar. A brand new menu. The biggest and best big screen in the Burbs. If you come tonight, I will let you take a picture with that big screen. I mean, it's, it's, it's like the eighth wonder of the world. It's like Andre the Giant, how great that big screen is. Come enjoy the trivia, stay for the uh, great menu, watch the football, Daily Draft, downtown Woodstock. Find out more on Instagram and Facebook or on the website at thedailydraft.net. So the Falcons are two-and-a-half-point favorites over the Jets in their matchup Sunday at 1 o'clock in, at MetLife Stadium. And I think one thing is very clear now to even the most frustrated Falcon fans with the direction at quarterback and head coach. You have to come to peace with the fact that Desmond Ritter is the starting quarterback until the end of this season, whether it ends in the regular season or in the postseason, unless he gets hurt. You also have to come to grips with the fact that Arthur Smith is not going anywhere. He's going to be the head coach when the season starts next year at a minimum. So look at those two things for a second, because they're the two most important things, and they're the two biggest talking points around the Falcon franchise. It's clear the Falcons are not going back to Taylor Heineke unless Dez gets hurt, and they shouldn't. They shouldn't have gone to Heineke at all. That's one of the mistakes I think Arthur Smith has made if it was his call. I have the sneaking suspicion the owner got involved, but that's just my hypothesis. You have six more regular season games of Desmond Ritter. Maybe a postseason game, but the one thing you know is you'll have to deal with the turnovers. You're going to have to deal with the inconsistencies, but you will get some stuff where he'll rip a pass or two and you go, wow, I can see it, or he'll run out of the pocket and make a play. It's a roller coaster. You're going to ride it for another six or seven weeks. And in the postseason, let's say the Falcons are hosting a playoff game, which sounds crazy, but it's very realistic. 
they would host the Dallas Cowboys, for instance, who right now would be in the, the five spot, the number one wild card. Probably be a double-digit underdog at home. Dak Prescott against Desmond Ritter. So you guys can keep arguing about the quarterback thing for another six or seven weeks about what Ritter is, what he's not, what the Falcons can do, and what they should do. Take a pill on it. Just relax. Take a chill pill. He's not going anywhere for six or seven weeks. He's the guy. You just know what he is at this point. You know the highs. You know the lows. You know the ups and downs. Just kind of come to peace with it. Same thing with Arthur Smith. Arthur Smith is going to be here at least to start the 2024 season. At least. Again, we can argue about it on platforms like ours or on social media. But the billionaire owner of the Falcons wants to avoid another coaching search at all costs. That's very clear. We know one thing. Arthur Smith has had 45 games now as the Atlanta Falcons head coach, and it hasn't worked, specifically offensively, which was his calling card. And I know the first two years they were limited with money, and it's not fair to lump that in with this season. I can't get by the fact that this team is 5-6 and six, with all the investment into offense, and I mean on the offensive line, skill positions, against this schedule. If the Falcons were just coached by a middle-of-the-road NFL head coach right now, I believe they'd be 8-3. and three. I really do. Whether it's the Tennessee game, the Arizona game, the Minnesota game, the Washington game, those are all awful losses. Awful. But Arthur Smith is not going anywhere. He's going to be the head coach to start next season. Arthur Blank has already gone through six different head coaches in his tenure. I think the last thing he wants to do is bring in a seventh in just 23 years of owning the franchise. So start 2024 Arthur Smith's the guy. You can argue till you're blue in the face. I wouldn't have him around, but he's going to be the guy. Meanwhile, the Falcons have only made one firing of a GM in 23 years. Let me repeat. Arthur Blank has only fired one GM. That was Thomas Dimitrov. He actually promoted Rich McKay, who didn't work as a GM to president, so that doesn't count. It was Thomas Dimitrov. I mean, like, that's... There is a consistency at GM, whether the decision takes too long to make or not to change it. They have a quicker trigger finger on the coaches. I just don't think it's going to be something that happens this offseason. Maybe if they get off to a slow start in 24, it would change. But, again, you can save your arguing for a while. All right, I want to talk about the Braves because all the trade rumors are popping up. The Braves are so popular in trade circles, right? Now it's Dylan Cease. They're the leaders in the clubhouse, or they're in the finals to pick up Dylan Cease, right? That's the big thing we're hearing. Might be true, but I just I say the same thing, and I'm a broken record. Who's, who's saying that? agents teams in this case it behooves the white Sox to mention any number of teams but the braves are a very popular one to mention people know they need a starter people know they have money and they know dylan cease is a local guy so you can connect all those dots maybe the braves are in it they very well could be but i don't believe so the same way i didn't believe aaron nola same way i had my doubts about sunny gray i don't know how much money the braves have to spend and I don't know what they have as far as trade commodities that Alex is willing to give up to get Dylan Cease though uh, the White Sox are going to ask you for AJ Smith Shaver they're probably going to ask you for Vaughn Grissom and they're probably going to ask you for a third piece I saw one trade machination that had Owen Murphy you could be talking about two of the Braves top three pitching prospects and their number one position player prospect in Vaughn Grissom and I'm not against trading uh, trading prospects for you know guys to step in right now But we do have to remember, the Braves will play a 2026 season. So if you had Dylan Cease for two years, what do you do after he leaves and the Braves don't sign him because their philosophy is not to pay these exorbitant prices for free agent pitchers who are 28, 29, 30? If Max Fried leaves, Charlie Morton is retired by then, and Dylan Cease leaves, you're going to have to fill three roster spots in your starting rotation. And I don't know what A.J. Smith-Shaver will turn into, but he's ticketed at some point to be in one of those rotation spots. 
I would think Owen Murphy might be, and Hurston Waldrop would probably at some point be there too. I don't know what Alex is going to do. I know the Braves are a very, pos- uh, very popular pawn to be mentioned for leverage in these trades. Dylan Cease, nobody would argue against the talent. I would argue against what the price tag might be and compensation as, as far as the prospects and whether or not the Braves are willing, right? The Braves are willing to not only give up the, the, the prospects, but to pay Dylan Cease even under team control for another couple of years, which it'll be a very affordable price. But you're going to have to figure out your 2026, 27, 28 starting rotation. And while we don't care because we're fans, we live in the moment, the Braves do have to think about that stuff. What you have to think about is hitting the subscribe button for me. Do Matt a big favor wherever you're listening. If you're a first-timer or a newbie to the pod, hit the subscribe button. This pod will be waiting for you each and every day. It'll drop at 10 a.m. right there in your feed waiting for your listening enjoyment. I'll talk to you folks later this afternoon on the radio at 2 o'clock on 680 The Fan. We're back here tomorrow for the next edition of The Daily Ten. Subscribe to The Daily Ten now and get the latest breaking news and biggest stories of the day every morning. Get more at 680thefan.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google, or wherever you get your favorite shows. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work, children laughing in the kitchen, family photos on a restaurant wall, a legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC.